0: this is lady tiffany ma and this is my Mind emporium welcome to my podcast i hope you guys are having a lovely friday um oh my god i almost forgot about what my topic was <laughs> but i do remember what my topic is um I don't know. it's just strange energy i'm kind of happy the month of april is closing because april you sucked like now I've said that last podcast, but that's how bad April sucked. Okay. So, y'all you know how I like to start my podcast is with stories that have intrigued me. So, sit back and relax. I have a lot of stories to talk about. If they were reported last night or within the last 24 hours, I just saw them today or I just saw them last night and I decided to pin them, okay? All right. So the first story is from HollywoodUnlocked.com, and it was written by Kasia Gale. It says Ghislaine Maxwell previously said that, okay, basically, I'm going to tell you the title of the article one, then I'm going to read the article, I'm sorry. It says, judge ordered investigation into treatment of Ghislaine Maxwell in jail after a lawyer shares photos of her with the black eye.'" For those of you who don't know who she is, um, she was uh, the co-conspirator of um, the whole Epstein thing. So with the whole Epstein thing, she was the one that was recruiting these little girls to go to uh, pedophile island, basically. And they are the lawyers are up in arms that she has a black eye, which she really deserved. So, I mean, you know, y'all want to protect a fucking pedophile, but you can't protect an unarmed black child. Funny how that works when you have money. The article say that Maxwell previously said she's been having a very hard time in a slammer, and now she has a pick to prove it. Well, what you expect? You're an accused pedophile. And I would beat your ass, too, if I knew you were messing with children. On Thursday, Maxwell's attorney, Bobby Stern Sternheim, Shared the close-up photo of the suspected pedophile claiming she's been poorly treated behind bars. Oh, really? Poor baby. And the court finally alert the court of the ongoing concern about Maxwell's treatment. Sternheim wrote that on the Wednesday evening she was confronted by MDC staff due to a visible bruise over her left eye. Oh, poor birdie. The following said, no guard addressed the bruise until Miss Maxwell, who has no mirror, caught a reflection of her ach- aching eye and the gleam gleam of a nail clipper, the Daily Mail quote. Stenheim pointed out that Maxwell got what she called a black eye, even despite twenty-four-seven camera surveillance on her at all times. This is a pedophile. I do not feel bad for this bitch getting hit in the fucking eye. She lucky she didn't end up having nothing else happening to her. Like them gluing her labia together. Gluing her butthole together. This could have been a whole lot of things that could have happened to her. You disgusting bitch. Next story. Um, This one is from The Real Medium. And it says, um, I think it says, Wave, new, wave Channel 3 News. It says, woman 29 killed after a man jumped from a parking structure and landed on her. It says, a 29-year-old woman from California is being remembered for her confidence and big heart after she died when a man jumped from the top of a parking structure and landed on her. So basically, what it sounds like is that this guy was trying to commit suicide. And he, unfortunately, landed on top of this young lady. Taylor Taylor Kale, 29, was walking with a date Sunday night in San Diego when authorities say a man jumped from the top of a parking structure and landed on her. She died the scene. Her date was not injured. The man who jumped, who has not been identified, was taken to the hospital where he died. Okay. That's awful. Okay. The man who jumped, who has not been identified, was taken to the hospital. Okay, we already read that. Kale's boss, Laurel McFarlane, is taking her death incredibly hard, saying the 29-year-old's like a daughter to her. So, um, Micah goes out to Taylor Kale's family. That, that's awful. And other toxic-ass news. Prepper's farm and Frank's red-hot partner for a limited edition of goldfish. So, basically, they're putting red 40 on your goldfish. You're getting hot goldfishes this is from balleralerts.com all right this was written it was blogged by rbh gold pepperidge farm partners were frank hot sauce frank's red hot for limited goldfish frank's red hot crackers campbell snack the parent company of pepperidge farm chief marketing officer j j and oh janda lucan said that the company received more than 35,000 requests for hot flavored crackers. The number one request flavored of goldfish was hot and spicy. Lucan told US Today, we want to bring the heat with unexpected partnership between goldfish and Frank that fans will like. In 2020, survey conducted by Carl a producer of spice and herbal extract. More than half of the customers chose spicy options for their menu. Is it to? is it, it is, it is enjoy at your own risk. But we've learned the older kids are looking for bolder flavors as well. Look and see it. Frank's Hetz Hot Sauce. I put that shit on everything. <laughs> I'm sure them crackers going to be good. I know they're going to be good. All right, this is unfortunate news, but I want to sit up here and say, I wonder if y'all, because y'all like paying for caskets and shit, I wonder if y'all gonna help him while he alive, or y'all just gonna sit there and let him rot. Alright, so this is from Queens Music Instagram, and it says Ja Rule and his wife reportedly sued by IRS for $3 million tax debt spending 12 years. Are y'all gonna help him pay for that, or are y'all just gonna lie, let him die in die? I'm asking for a friend, because you know, I ain't gonna put nobody else's business out there, but I'm just saying. It is what it is. Um, I hope that y'all get the financial help that you get, Jaru. Next one is from BallerAlert.com. Another one from BallerAlert.com. NFL player plans to resell record-breaking Yeezys as share for as little as $15. Former NFL player, and this was blogged by Raquel Harris. A former NFL player is selling shares of recording record-breaking Yeezy shoes that will auction off for millions. On Monday, news broke about a pair of Kanye West shoes being sold for a whopping $1.8 million at a soft buys auction. The Nike Air Yeezys won prototypes with a purchase by an unknown buyer, former NFL player Jerome Sauk. It's the co-founder of Rares, a startup for investing in rares and valuable tennis shoes. On June 16th, the shoes which Ye wore during a Grammy performance will be sold as, sh- as shares as little as $15. The Yeezy's will be sold through Rare's mobile app. The 2008 Grammy-worn Yeezy 1 prototypes has officially been acquired by Rare's from Soft- but- SoftBee. Um, go to rare.io to learn more about how you can secure shares in the rarest shoes in the world. Sapp has an MBA from Harvard that he earned during his offseason from 2003 to 2007. Sap played in the NFL for five seasons and later co-founded Rares in 2020. Rares allows using to buy, buy and sell valuable shoes as they please through the stock market-like company. The sneakers will be qualified by the SEC, so it will be an actual security. SAP says, meaning that the SEC would regulate the buy in and sales of shares of the sneakers that same way with, uh, with other securities like a stock or a bond. So, in a lot of ways, the IPO and the investment process are very similar to a traditional IPO investment scenario in the world. There has yet to be confirmed starting off prices for the shares of the UZ prototype, but SAP says he wants it to start off in the range of $15 to $25. We want to make it definitely affordable for everyone, but especially the culture and the communities that really made the, that sneaker valuable That really make the sneaker popular that kind of got priced out between then and now that says. Okay. That is today's news for the day. So you guys know it's Friday, so it's fake-ass Friday for me. So I talk about the fake-ass reality of reality TV. Um, You guys are infatuated with reality TV. Y'all don't think that, you know, y'all think, y'all believe that some people have it real. Now, there are people on reality TV who do have real money, um, who stuff is real. But a lot of times people uh, are over the top at how much money they make. Um, so today's topic will be Kimsley. Um I want to keep this one on hold, but I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to go ahead and do it because it's not that important to me. Um, Because Dorit, she really burned bridges her first season on The Real Housewives of um, Beverly Hills. I did not like her i'm gonna be honest with you that's not why i'm doing this whole thing thing about her but i didn't like her she had a fake british accent and i think she's from the midwest in the united states and she has this fake south african british accent and she said well when you travel around the world you gain um this kind of accent and it was like girl you know you full of shit like, so you're telling me, okay, and this is what I'm going to... Oh, this is an understanding I'm trying to figure out also, because it seems like every racial background has this, but black people. Because black people move to a white neighborhood, and we don't start... I don't know. Some of us do. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> some black people were up and down they ever heard of Kool-Aid and baloney. Um, so... But I'm just saying, a lot of people from other racial backgrounds swear up and down, when they go somewhere else, they catch an accent. Apparently, she has a South African accent. It is weird. She's weird. She has since gone into a lot of plastic surgery, which makes her like a Barbie doll. Whoever did her plastic surgery, one, did a great job. Um, because she looks good. Like, she is Playboy Bunny hot right now. So I can't even talk crap about how hot she looks. She was a good-looking woman anyway, but she looks like a model beautiful right now. So, she just she got on my nerves with the accent. Her husband's old as shit. Um and it was weird that boy George was in their house. Uh boy George, um just in case you guys don't know and you were not born in between 19 19- Well, any time above 1995, you are not born within that time. You don't know who Boy George is. He is a British pop singer who is um, very flamboyant. And um, what's the word of talking about him? He's very uh, androgynous. One of his most famous songs is Comma Chameleon. And he stays with them. I think there's some weird shit going on with them. Y'all know what they're talking about in the music industry, what's going on. So, that's something like weird shit about him staying in their house. Um, They um, say he was going to perform. My thing is, if the way he's paying rent is performed for the friends there, then so be it. So, um, I thought that was weird. That was weird part of their storyline. Um... And the one thing she did that offended me, and my thing is, I want y'all to understand that uh, even though she's a Beverly Hills housewife, Shawty's from Conyers, Georgia. I live from a town that's 15 miles away from her. Conyers, Georgia and where I'm from, they are 15 uh, minutes away from each other. Um, And so when she decided to address in public the fact that that, um, Erica Jane. Wasn't wearing no drawls. I want to slap the hell out of her. I'm like, first and foremost, you could have simply just pulled me aside, went to the ladies room and say, hey, do you want to put powder in your, you know, you want to powder your nose? Even though we know in their case, it might really be powder in their nose. Um, (laughs) Lisa really got that way. (laughs) But, you know, you know, I'm just saying you want to address a George girl. You want to tell her, hey, my husband can see your beautiful vagina. All you have to do is pull her aside politely and say, Hey, we can see your vagina, baby girl. No, you had to make a scene at a freaking uh, what you call it? One of the room places. I forgot what you call them, but I, uh, me and my cousins had planned on going to one of those room places and we never got to it. And then this pandemic happened, and that was awkward. But what is it? Escape the room kind of thing. And she's gonna pull up the thing and then she's gonna open the present and show her and say, Hey, I got some draws for you. Uh first and foremost, we're dealing with a delicate part of the body. I don't know where your fingers been. We don't know what kind of air is getting in these draws. There's a way of going about it. She pissed uh she pissed Erica Jane off. And then then the argument turned into something like that. And then it turned into uh Lisa Renna pissing her off when they were in China somewhere. Let's talk about Lisa Rena and how she handled Dorit. Girl, she went to Dorit's party, honey. And everybody left. And I'll be straight up honest with you because Lisa Rena has been in Hollywood for a very long time. So she probably right about they went to the bathroom to do some cocaine. She probably right. But, of course, she got mad. She's like, I have a little child. You said that I had a daughter. You said that I have a daughter. Why would I have guests in my house? And we sit there and snort lines. Girl, there's a lot of people that snort lines with children in the house. Because the kids were nowhere in the scene. I'm pretty sure the names were taken care of them. You can have a downstairs secret room because that house was so big as hell. So, there's no way in the world. And then it's also funny that you have Boy George in your house. That's also, you know, a thing. So, why would it be so far-fetched? That y'all left dinner to snort some coke. She got really mad at Lisa Rinna, but I understand what Lisa Rinna was saying because don't you think it's logical that people sit at dinner and leave dinner randomly? That was random. First and foremost, that was rude. So apparently you sit up here thinking you have class, but you don't have any etiquette at all whatsoever. You don't ever leave your guests at a table. This woman had no etiquette. She had no kooth about her or nothing. And she has a South African accent. And then she said, well, it's from traveling around the world. Really? But we're going to go in on Dorit because I've grown to actually like Dorit. I like the fake and phoniness of it all. That's what I like about housewives because they fake as hell. (laughs) Yeah, everybody don't need to know your business, girl. But I love the housewives because they are so fake. Oh, you know, I mean, you know, the whole my marriage is perfect bullshit. Some of these women try to pull off and all that stuff. We're going to get into it that later. But this real housewife situation, girl, honey. We're going to talk about Miss Kimsley, honey. So sit back and relax, eat some popcorn. We're going to talk about the real life of Dorit Kimsley. If I had to say, I'm gonna be honest with you, her uh, investing in buca, the what, whatever you call it, buca de bipo, that was a good investment. Always invest in the cheap places, you know. I'm thinking about investing in a franchise myself. Those are the smart places to invest in. Y'all be sitting up here trying to do fancy shit. Shoot, not everybody can afford that fancy shit, but people going to order some uh, cheap ass pasta. So we're gonna be talking about Miss Dorit Kimsley. I meant Mrs. She's married. Sorry. All right, here we go. The first article um, that I have is from RadarOnline.com. And it says, Real Housewife of Beverly Hills star, Dorit Kimsley selling $8 million mansion. I would literally be crying if I had to sell an $8 million mansion. Like, how stupid can I be financially to sell a big, beautiful house? Girl, so this article was written by Ryan Nauman a Newman, on April sixteenth, twenty twenty-one. It was published at two forty. I don't know why I have to say the time, but it was published at two forty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It says, "Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Dorit Kinsley is struggling to find buyers for her two mega mansions currently on market." Girl, not you selling two mega mansions. According to real estate sources, Kinsley Realistic, her 6-bedroom, 10-bathroom, 8,901-square-foot home located in Encino. The home is listed with the asking price of $7,995,000. Back in October, Kinsley unlisted the home after failing to find a buyer for several months. Early this week, the list became active. Now, I'm going to sit up here. I have a nice solution to this problem, Miss Kinsley. Um, because apparently, um, why don't you just rent some rooms out? Um, I'm looking for a place to stay in California because I promised somebody I will slap the shot of them and they live in California. I don't know what area they live in California, but I'm trying to slap a shot of somebody in California. He must not be naming. And, um if you need somebody i'm willing you know you could put your house you can rent your house and hell people are going to even film music videos and stuff like that in your house i mean you know boy george can film some music videos if he need to um you need to get some people to use your house Uh, honey i mean i know there's gonna be a lot of germs and stuff but you have housekeepers for that but i'm just saying rent your house out because i mean it's um, on y'all only a four person family so why you got all them bathrooms the bedrooms i understand there's not many but the bathrooms i understand because you like having parties so i get that but i'm just saying just rent it out for people to do music videos in because people know they love stunting girl rent it out for people to do uh their little fake soap operas in don't rent it out to porn stars um and rent it out to um just rent it out to just just make money off of that You know, I'm surprised she hasn't thought about that. Back in October, Kimsley unlisted home after filing to find a buyer for several months. Earlier this week, the listing became active. Okay. So she finally able to sell the house. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Star purchased the mansion for $6.4 million in 2019. The deal came months after her husband's case settled the last of his legal issues in court. In late 2019, PK former associate's Nico Krizis dropped his lawsuit seeking $1.2 million in damages. In the court document, Krizis accused PK of refusing to pay up on a loan he provided the businessman. The reality star was dragged into her husband's legal proceedings and her bank account was frozen at one point. Ooh, honey. At this moment, MPK and has have also have a $6.9 million Beverly Hills mansion for sale. The five-bedroom, seven-bathroom, 8,679 square feet property has sat on the market for several years. The couple purchased the home in 2016 for $6,565,000. Less than a year later, the reality star listed it for $12,750,000. Girl, you price gouging. They slashed the price multiple times over the years in April 2020. They put it back on the market where it has sat for years without any bites. Okay, so is this the one that uh, she's trying to sell for $12 million? That's the one they had on the show, right? That's a nice house. I want that house but I ain't got $12 million sitting around. Noah. When I get money like that, oh, I'm going to say this. No, I just stay in Georgia because it's cheaper to stay here. <laughs> Forget it. Over the years, PK has faced several legal issues over alleged unpaid bills. The Eternal Revenue Service slapped with a couple with two federal tax liens and one lien. The IRS accused the two of owing 635887023 $635, eighty seven thousand and twenty three cent. I mean, it's 600000 sorry. Dang, I overmarked that for real. It's $635,887.23 on a bill, on a 2015 bill. Another lien filed solely against PK said he failed to pay $289,423.67 for the years of 2014 and 2016. The lien demanded he coughed up a total of 900000 $925,310.90. Jesus! They were using the air conditioning like crazy in there. In a separate suit, the Bellagio Hotel Casino sued P.K. over an alleged $1.7 million loan. He refused to pay. They said P.K. tried to get the debts wiped clean in bankruptcy cases he filed in the UK. A judge poorly allowed the casinos to start the process of seizing his assets. Girl! i gonna be honest with you. And I'm making mouth noises. I ain't making fun of this. This is nothing funny with this at all. Especially when you start making a lot of money or you start having a lot of money. You start owing the government more money. The more money you have, the more problems you have, okay? Any discussion. Um, It's pretty obvious to me, you know, we have a big house. You have to pay big bills that's no doubt but this is kind of bad because it's somebody's dream life coming to an end but in the same sense they, these women on these shows bully people so much and it's kind of hard for you to feel bad for them because they bully each other so much they bully each other and make fun of each other and what each other don't have and Dorit's were up and down, people were jealous of her and bull a pit bull face. Um, PK. Nobody jealous of PK in your relationship. But you felt like when people asked you questions, they were being jealous when the truth of the matter is you were sitting on thin ice. All right. So I'm gonna read another article, and this is from thethings.com. It says, Will P- will Dore and PK's marriage survive their financial problems? This was published last year, so June 11, 2020. It says, fans of reality show have heard that Dory and PK have run into some financial problems and people wonder how their relationship is faring. Now, every Real Housewife is a super is super sweet, but Dorit Kimsley of the Real Housewives of the Hill Hills seem really nice. Well, I mean, you know, I think she's genuinely a nice person, too. Yes, possibly. But is she... She lives on another planet, okay? But so does everybody in Hollywood, so whatever. She loves the life that she shares with her husband, PK, and their two children, Jagger and Phoenix. Sure, sometimes she put her foot in her mouth, but she always apologizes. Fans of reality show have heard that Doree and PK have run into some financial problems, and people wonder how their relationship is faring as a result. It seems like... Doree and PK's marriage will definitely endure despite many problems that they are are up against. Well, if you wanted to do it, I suggest you go ahead and get uh off that show. Because Real Housewife shows they have a way of sitting up there and exaggerating your problems or exaggerating your situation. And I mean, you want to stay together, get off the real housewife, sweetie. Since they appear to really care for one another, keep reading to find out on all the reasons why there are two or meant to last forever. I'm not reading it. Okay. Like Doreen and PK's marriage would definitely. Okay. Keep reading to find Okay, okay. Yes, yeah, it says keep reading to find out all the reasons why these two are meant to last even though they've been in tricky spots, right? This is Dorit said on the show that she's committed to sticking with PK through anything. Dorit commented on her marriage and said that she would stick with PK through anything, she said. The really funny thing is that this has nothing to do with me or how somehow in the middle of it, which is okay because we go through life together, according to Daily Mail. This is very sweet to hear, and fans of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills have sent... The bond that they share. They seem to really enjoy spending time together. They do have that kind of best friend thing. That's kind of what I want. Like, if I want to be married to someone, I want it to feel like it's not only like my husband, but somebody who is like my best friend, my home skillet biscuit with cheese. We have an understanding of each other. Camille Grammer says that Jory buys pricey clothing even when PK has money problems. They have been some rough photos taken of the Real Housewives, but Dorit is always dressed to the nine. Camilla Grammer said that Dorit buys pricey clothes. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star has also said that P.K. meant to have a fancy, to having tough financial issues. According to the U.S. Weekly, Camille says P.K. had a heart-to-heart with me. He started opening up by saying that he had fallen on hard times. And I see Dorit running around with very expensive clothes. Oh lord, and this is where I sit over here and say, and I gotta say this. I know her business is all out in the open, but Camilla Camille, stay out of other people's marriages. Just stay out of it. Doree says she's in a fabulous bubble with her family. It must be tough for Dore to have to read constant headlines about her marriage and her money problems, but she has shared that she is in a bubble with her family. Doree says PK and I are super tight, according to US Weekly. She continue and our life is pretty fabulous bubble, you know, with our two beautiful kids, and I've got a great husband, and it's easy to stay strong. PK says, people say PK owed Nico Kurzis over $1 million. We already talked about that. PK had money troubles before marrying the real housewife star. kind of want to stop right there. I don't want to read what it says. I'm going to read what it says, but I kind of want to talk about that for a minute. Majority of you don't realize, like, when y'all watch The Real Housewives or anything, a lot of times they go on a show because they start to have money problems. So a lot of times you hear about them having money problems because they, um, you hear about them having money problems after they just show their ass and tell you that they have diamonds on their teeth and they have, uh, uh, they have, uh, Bugattis and, uh, Ashton Martins and stuff. They are always having a financial problem. And it's because they're giving you a lifestyle of a side to live up to. So I always know that they have financial problems anytime when they have to be on TV and do a reality TV show. It's the same thing with y'all now know that Fallon, which, um, Toya, LaToya forever. I have to say she was wrong for calling it out, but she was right um Latoya forever smelt the bullshit from that because Latoya forever noticed she got divorced and that she (laughs) needed money and started making money too so with Fallon y'all know now that her her sugar daddy is leaving her because she decided to do some crazy frivolous things and like I said she's young and he was an older guy don't get me wrong and I'm not excusing her cheating but a lot of times when these women come on these shows, either they're in the midst of a divorce or they're in the midst of losing their financial, financial finances. So it's not um, a shocker that they would have money troubles before they got married or before they won on the show. It says, PK had money troubles before he married Dorit, and when he talked about this, he gets a bit emotional, which definitely proves how much he loves his wife. According to the blast, P.K. says it's terrible, particularly because it came from a time that I didn't even know you. I'm sorry, it upsets me. So he's basically saying he wasn't good at money, so it's not mainly her fault. That's what he's saying. There was a rumor that Doreen and P.K. were living apart, but he says he was on a trip to Australia. Once again, they ain't none of my business. Both of the lawsuits the couples were part of are now over and settled now. The couple bank account was frozen in 2019 we already talked about that and we already talked about them trying to sell their home we ain't gonna talk about of that because i want to sit up here and talk about this i want to talk about this because i want to get into the meat and potatoes of this that's not even my freaking word i don't know why i said that but that's not even my word all right i want to get to the meat and potatoes of this whole Dorit thing Because the one thing I did not know when I was watching The Real Housewives of of, um, Beverly Hills and when I was watching any of these stars, I did not know that they had to provide their own glam squad. Um, And so, if you know anything, y'all know, um, because Erica Jane is going to be my next topic next Fake Ass Friday. But y'all know that Dorit is over the top with what she wear, how she wear her stuff, everything. Every scene you see with Dorit Kimsley, she is dressed to the nine. Even to the point to where they did a pink and gold party with Lisa Vanderpump. And she had on... She had gold flakes in her hair. And they probably were real gold. And I was like, man, you know, they really go all out for Dorit. You know, Dorit really go all out. And a lot of times when you look at some of the real housewives, you look at how they wear, what they dress, and how they dress. And you're like, why some of them don't put in the same effort as Dorit or Erica Jane? Then you realize Erica Jane even admit she spent seventy five thousand dollars to look that way. Now I don't know how much Dorit spent, but I know there's always a little tick off between Dorit and Erica Jane. Now I'm not saying they have anything against each other, but I'm just saying if you're gonna go for the best dressed housewives It's going to be Dorit Kimsley or Erica Jane and camilla did camille did bring up that fact that dorit has to be dressed to the nine granted her background is in fashion and fashion is a hard industry to break into um but you know at this time i'm one of those people where a lot of times the best fashionistas are the ones that know how to squeeze a penny who know how to pinch a penny But Dorit, she has to dress to the nine. There's not one scene I have seen in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills history where she looks a hot damn mess. But how much is it costing her? And how much is it is a big, huge financial woe? So I want to kind of talk about that a little bit about how the Real Housewives show you that they're living these crazy lives. But the truth of the matter is, is that they have to come out of pocket with that shit. All right. The one thing I want to talk about, it has nothing to do with Dorit Kimsley, but its it has to do with the Real Housewives franchise. Because y'all think y'all watching a show where everybody, where they pay for everything alright Y'all noticed that um, several situations where they tell you clues of how things are handled. Y'all noticed that LaToya Forever was cracking on Fallon for not being able to be at the reunion because she didn't have the money to pay for her plane ticket to to or and to get a hotel room to be on the show. Y'all remember when LaToya Forever was talking about that? Because you have to pay for your plane ticket and you have to pay for your glam squad to go with you to the reunion. The network does not have a sit-in makeup artist or hairstylist to do that for you. You have to have your own glam squad and you have to pay for your own ticket to go somewhere, all right? Another thing is, is that when they be going on those big old expensive-ass trips, Y'all remember the season when Kim Zosiak was supposed to go with them to, I think, to the islands? And they found out she was telling lies about her birth due date or whatever. And she was telling um, stories about that. But she was able to go with country-ass Destin, Texas. And y'all realize, not Destin, Texas, Destin, uh, Destin, Florida. Um, and y'all realize, like, she always managed to go and take a trip to Destin, Florida. But she can't go to anywhere else. Because they have to pay for their plane ticket to go to those places as well. So not only do you have to pay for your glam squad, you have to pay for your ticket to go to these exotic places the real housewives are going to. So you notice that a lot of the times the women will not go to these places because they um, don't have the money. And there's nothing wrong with that because I don't got the money to go to freaking Virginia right now. My whole friends are all in freaking Virginia. I'm sitting up here with my country ass in Georgia. They having the time of their life over there. And I'm sitting over here because I can't pay for my plane ticket. You have to be able to afford to go on these exotic trips. You got to be able to afford to pay for your glam squad to go on these exotic trips. And you got to also pay for your glam squad. So Dorit, and Erica Jane Bill for their glam squad is probably off the charts. Like I can't imagine how much they pay for the glam squad because think about the gold flakes in the hair, the pink wigs, the latex, all that, all that, all that. They have to pay a shitload of money. For that to be so, they're busy keeping up with this image that they have, and they're going broke doing it. And people fail to understand and realize that they have to pay for these exotic trips, they have to pay for the glam squad to go, they have to pay. And that's why a lot of them fuss about the rooms because not only the room is for them, it's for the glam squad. It takes a lot to be a real housewife of anything. You know, you gotta keep up this image that you have something, and you really might not have it. So it's very expensive to do or to be a housewife of anything. A lot of times, sometimes the the girls don't go on trips, and they all be like, "Well, they not going because they don't want to get get bullied or whatever." Sometimes they don't go on trips because they don't have it at that moment. So understand when you get on a cast to be part of the real housewives of anything, you have to have the bank account. You have to have the money to pretend or you have to have the money to live that lavish-ass lifestyle. Because understand, you are the real housewives and you have to show that you have the money, you have the cars, you have the respect, everything. So why do you think they be showing off so much? Because that's what the show wants them to do. The show is to be over the top and glaudy. That's what it's about. So people fail to understand that. They don't understand the behind the scenes of that. They don't understand the behind the scenes of anything. And so people may have financial issues, but they go on the show to make money, but they lose money on the show because they're sitting up there feeding into this little image they have created for themselves. So that's why you hear a lot of them say they have financial woes. It's because they get they wait, they get a paycheck but in the same sense they get a paycheck they might also lose half that paycheck to the glam squad same same thing with jen shaw oh trust me when she was on there and she was pushing out her little glam squad everybody noticed the government noticed that's how she stood up there and got in trouble for what she was doing because they were like wait a minute how you making that much money you ain't got that much money So, you got to keep up with the image you're putting out there on that show. It's not easy. Um. So, with that being said, I hope you guys like my podcast. I hope you enjoy your wonderful weekend, your wonderful day. It is beautiful as hell here in Georgia right now. It's, like, gorgeous. It's getting warmer. And I love that. But I don't have the body for it. <laughs> I find it. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Audi.